0: Following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about
2: you, Cowboys? Let's go, Cowboys. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Live.
1: Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on
3: Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the
2: touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. Peck
1: Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Monday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys here from the star in Frisco. The bye week is in the rear view mirror. It is back to business. Game week. Back to business as the Minnesota Vikings are ahead on the schedule. The Cowboys are 5-1, and one, and we've got plenty to talk about, even after a couple of days off. my Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Swell. Yeah, everybody rested up, ready to go? Yeah, we're ready to roll. Yeah. 11-week stretch, baby, let's go. That's, let's do it. That's the thing. As I was about to say, for the final stretch, it it's not a final stretch. It's... A le- long way away till the end of the regular uh, season.
3: Yeah. 11 le- le-
0: guaranteed, right? Yep. 11 le- guaranteed. McCarthy actually says he loves it, though, because if you go all the way back to training camp, it's halfway between start, start of training camp and the end of the season, if the season goes hmm. as long as they hope it does. Nice. So it ended up working out perfectly. You could look at it that way. Didn't
1: he say that he thought that the bye week, the way it was situated, and then in the way that... Thanksgiving lies was kind of like a second bye week, like yeah. a half bye, ultimately. What is that like? Why? Like, how does it work out that way? Because I always feel like the Cowboys get the, the
3: brute end of the stick. We got back-to-back Thursday night games, right? Yeah. yeah. Thursday games, right? So then you factor in, you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, so you end up having a 10-day window, mm-hmm. um, which is it's not really a bye week. But really, bye weeks are really just a couple of days off. For most guys, in case people didn't know, it's not an entire week that guys get to just stay out of the building. Coach usually gives you like the the weekend off, so you usually get like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, or maybe a Thursday if you have a really good coach, uh, really nice coach. But you get three to three to three to four days off, really, um, three most likely. So it's that's that's what the bye week consists of. So guys really get the weekends to go just hang with their families, chill, um, but they're not totally detached from football. I missed you guys.
0: I saw you. I, well, yeah. We 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 dealt with some stuff for a couple of days.
2: <laughs> we did. Yeah. And
0: I, by the way, Isaiah, the CBA has changed that. They will automatically get four days off no oh, matter oh, what. Oh, there you go. Huh? So Thursday, Thursday, Friday, good coach Saturday, or bad Saturday, coach. Sunday, there you go. Coach, coach, yeah. Mike gave him the whole week off, too. He did. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They didn't do anything yeah. on the field. Yeah. <laughs> today is making they, a face but, for everybody listening. I'll listen. tell you this, yeah, they sorry. do have practice, full padded practice today.
1: Yeah.
2: Like Welcome back. Yeah, there you <laughs> <go. So. laughs> what were you saying about dealing with some stuff? I wasn't dealing with anything. I was with P. P. P took on everything. All right. I was a Kuna Matata the Ruffy. whole way. The and, I, and, and I didn't, and what I didn't do was I didn't piss Mickey off. You saw that? Uh, I think you did. I did not. I got out of You talk about the, the last little part where I was saying book your, t- book your tickets, book I, your
0: flights. I, I think when you into, in, intimated that he had a typewriter at home, I don't think Ooh. he liked that too much. I, th- I think Ooh. I could see the steam kind of curling a <laughs> little hey. bit out the ears. Just, it, he, it, didn't, he didn't let it show. Mickey doesn't look like he'll let something go either. It he like doesn't. Hold on nah. to no,
2: he's, yeah. That was just a shout out to the old school. That's all that was.
0: Hateful is strong, but yeah. Yeah. Mm. He'll hold a grudge on you. Yeah. Yeah. That's all good. It mm. was good. I love Mickey. It was just, you know, it's a different dynamic on that show. Oh, yeah. You know, I've lived it. Everything that's true. Hey, Bill oh, Jones, that show Bill Jones yeah. gave you
2: an awesome compliment. Did he now? Did, sure did. Opened the show up with it. That's he awesome. did. He awesome did. compliment. Yeah. Said, you better watch out for Isaiah. Stand back. He's, you know, I, I can't speak like he speaks. Bill's awesome. But yeah. he's like, yeah, he's next in line. We won't have him here pretty he long. Says, he is a rising star. Rising man. star. <laughs> ar-
3: ar- Just working trying to be like Heckman, you know. <laughs> <I> <laughs> know. My you ESPN really, buddies right here. Can
2: we give it up for my ESPN buddies right here? No, i it out. Know, did they win? they win? They did
3: not. Oh. Yeah, North Texas lost. No, we're them, biased. Right. We're,
1: we're yeah, we're un- unbiased. Unbiased.
2: unbiased. Unbiased.
1: We're the yeah. network yeah. at that point, okay. right? Okay. Hey,
3: no, yeah, seriously. They they super lost. proud to see you guys on there. Yes, so so. Super proud to see you guys on there. That's freaking Which awesome.
1: Was, that was a ton of fun. And Heckma, I, I, I told him this, and I'll say this on the air, too. He had the best game he's ever had. And he's had really good games all the way through. He had the best game he's ever had. Sometimes it was awesome. i, I want to do it. the
2: second leg right go. now.
1: It was <laughs> sure awesome. Jeez. All right. Let's get down to business. The bye week is in the rearview mirror. All of us had a little bit of extra time off, but... The Cowboys had all of the time off this week. Like you guys just said, the Cowboys did not hit the field at all. Rob, any news and notes coming out of the bye week? Any updates on one injury of a guy who wears number
0: four and certainly plays the quarterback position? Uh, Well, we we will see. I think with his strained calf, is what you're saying, Mm Dak Prescott, I I get the impression they're pretty confident he's going to play in this game. That being said, (laughs) I'm not saying that. Don't say I reported that. I think Everything's got to go right this week. Yeah. I think he's got. I don't know if he's going to do anything on the field today. The plan was for him to get rechecked again today, and I think that's more of, all right, good, looking good, healing. Wednesday, let's see if we can get you into practice. And so, I mean, you've you played the position. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a strained calf, but there's other things that have to go right. I mean, you yeah. could say, yeah, we feel like he's going to play. He's got to do some – you would think he's got to do something in practice and not have a setback, not be really sore the next day, all that kind of stuff, but I think <laughs> – I think they think it's trending towards he'll be available Sunday. That's awesome. Yeah. What is that like from, like you said, you shook mm-hmm. your head when you, when asked if you've dealt with the
1: strain cap, yeah. but I'm certain you've been around people who have dealt yeah. with those. What is that timetable
3: normally like? Because we know Dak is normally ahead of the, the schedule yeah. in a cur- couple different Yeah, ways. I mean, I think there's, there's when it comes to muscle strains there's different grades right so I don't think that they've released at least not, I haven't heard that they've released what grade of strain he has um, so it could be anywhere from you know you need seven days off to it could be you need months off uh, depending on how severe it is so um, from what I'm hearing from Rob P and and, and, and the other members around is it doesn't seem like it's that bad of a strain uh, he did he did just have a week off which is awesome um, I doubt that he had the quote unquote week off I'm pretty sure he was in here every day it's probably bands with, yeah with the, with the training Staff, mm-hmm. so um, it, if it was me, um, depending, obviously not knowing how severe it is, I would give him to Wednesday. Reason why is you got Monday. I don't know. They plan on practicing tomorrow too. No, this we just this they schedule is so crazy now. Yeah. Anyways, so I would give him to Wednesday to to have a couple extra days of treatment um, and to get him back into it. Um, it because also, you can get your backup ready just in case, right? You can use today as an opportunity to get your backup some reps just in case he's unable to go. He's familiarized with the players, the guys have some confidence in the backup, all that jazz. Um that's Cooper, right? Coop, yeah. yeah Cooper, so Cooper Rush, I think I would use today to get him some reps because Dak doesn't necessarily need the reps today. not saying that we couldn't you couldn't use them, but let's get use today to get Cooper Rush ready just in case, keep him in a chamber, um, and then let's reevaluate Dak today obviously, and if he's ready to roll, let's kick him back up on Wednesday have
0: you had an injury like that
3: before? I have not had a calf strain I've had pretty much everything else so but <laughs> but a uh, calf strain I have not I've had achilles I've had foot I've had knee I've had shoulders but never a calf hmm.
2: and do you think all of these things like the the calf injury all of that, is just a a culmination of the ankle injury and, and trying yeah, to—you never know, right? You never know. know. I mean,
3: it, it, you're speaking in terms of compensation, right? Is he compensating? Yeah. Um, is his body naturally compensating for his ankle? Um, you don't—you don't know. Yeah. You really don't know. I, I honestly think it might have just been just a freak thing, and nobody will ever know the answer to that. Just landing wrong, right? Just—just turning. I mean, there's all, i mean, the angle in which he's throwing on—he's coming out, he's torquing on that thing. I mean, there's a lot of ligaments, a lot of muscles in there, so it, it happened. Uh, but again, he's—you know—he's blessed to have the amazing training staff
2: here and doctors. here. I mean, these guys are the best. Yeah, so. they went straight to the MRI machine. They, that's everybody. Is, Blue Star Imaging is, they is it, busy. They're going to get Just that. Clear out the waiting room. Yeah. They're going to get that MRI. Sorry, you had somebody, a got, so. somebody got pulled off the table for that. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to get up out of the machine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you know, we, we talked a lot about the second and third quarterback heading into the season because of getting rid of, getting rid of some guys and keep Cooper Rush winning that backup position we don't want to talk about the backup position mm-hmm. this early in the season, hoping and praying that Dak is going to be healthy enough to play uh, for the Vikings game. Everything is leading that way. Uh, I hadn't heard anything to the, to the contrary. And so if it was, P, would obviously give us the bad news. I always tells us the bad news <laughs> <laughs> <My> <laughs> timeline for you, baby. <laughs> He'll yep. give it to us, but this is game. This is definitely a game going into the where we're going to need Dak to be yep. healthy because there's going to be so much dependent on him and his legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because this this Vikings defense, as we'll get to later in the week, boy, they they for real.
1: Yeah, you won this game last year without Dak Prescott, but everything went right for you, and everything went right for Andy Dalton and Ceedee Lamb and a couple different guys in order to win this game. This is not the same Minnesota team. They're starting to fire on all cylinders. They're pretty good. Uh, One, what is it? Three straight, two out of their last three. I haven't really looked that far ahead yet. But three and three, right? Yeah, yeah. They had their bye too. Yeah, and they're rested up as well. Okay, so you don't want to have that conversation, but I think we need to have that conversation of are we comfortable at the backup quarterback spot? I don't know if I'm to the bubble cuts scenario yet that we've talked about previously on this show because the Cowboys are 5-1, but I'm getting there if we're looking at an extended period of time, especially with some of the teams coming up on the schedule, the Minnesota Vikings being one of those that you could certainly
2: lose to. Are you guys comfortable with backup quarterback at the moment? I'm not. I'm, just, you know, I'm not. Cooper it, Rush. No, and you know, maybe it's all just conjecture at this point because we don't know the severity of the injury. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I just, I think at the role that you're you're having right now with the five victories, the confidence that you have within the building, you don't want to compromise any of that. Um, and. You you talk about last season, there was a, the stars had to align. We had to have so many things go right to pull that victory out, and that was a solid game by Andy Dalton and a clutch catch by C. D. Lamb in the end zone also. That catch but was so nuts. yeah, that was nuts. But at the same time, we just have a different team, different mentality at going right now. And you don't wanna see this end due to an injury, but I I don't feel comfortable.
0: I don't know. Does any team feel comfortable with their backup quarterback situation? Yeah. Any? <laughs>
2: San
3: Francisco. There's some backup teams tea. Okay, feel San, Francisco, better.
0: San Francisco does, but like there's 4 teams with a better record than the Cowboys in the NFC right now. That's awesome. And it's wild. That shows you how good this conference is, but I can't name all the backups for those teams. So, and those teams are, are right in the hunt, just like this team. So yeah. I, I don't think any team is just like, oh, yeah, we're good. The Andy Dalton thing was a gift from God last year. I mean, a guy, a guy that's just, yes, exactly. <laughs> Divine intervention. He's from Texas. He, you know, that, that, that's not there. I think Cooper Rush, they have confidence that he can run the same offense. Is it, would that be ideal? Absolutely not. Of course not. Hmm. I, I think they're hoping that's not going to be the case. Now if he, if Dak doesn't play in this game, I don't think anybody should freak out. I think they're look they would be taking a long term picture of like, look, let's not rush him back this week yes. and and, and potentially re injure something. Ooh. Ooh. See what you did there. that could be a headline. Didn't you? <laughs> let's might, not rush him back. That might be. I'm gonna pass Nick upstairs. Um <laughs> but who who feels great about your back? Honestly, if you're contending, is is anybody comfortable there?
3: Yeah, no, but some some teams feel better better than others. Um, you guys know I didn't, I didn't. It was no secret how I felt about the backup quarterback position here coming into the season. I no disrespect to Rush, no disrespect to any of the backups in the league. Guys bust their tail to be in that position. I just feel that from what we saw in the preseason, there was nothing that gave me any indication of confidence. Coming into the season with him as a backup, uh, I know he's probably working his tail off, but I just didn't see it in the preseason. I saw a lack of confidence. I saw a lack of confidence in the players. I saw the the deflation of of motivation by the players when when he was in the game. It just wasn't there. Uh, so I do not feel comfortable, comfortable or confident uh, with that with that situation. So. Uh, Let's rush him. back. No, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's just I, To your point, though, I agree. No team wants to see their backup come in the game. But some teams feel more confident with their backups than, than the Dallas Cowboys do. Any thoughts
1: to resting Dak, though? I mean, like you said, Rob, if, if it is indeed he is inactive come Sunday, then sure, it's not a freakout moment. Because mm-hmm. – it's still not supposed to be a long-term injury but if you're playing the long game and you're looking at this as wow this is a 17 game season yeah, let's try and hard, man. let's try and make
0: sure he's ready to go for the final couple weeks is there any thought to maybe holding him back a little bit this week i think only if you feel like he's not going to be able to function or if there's you feel like he could re-injure this thing worse because mm. those soft tissue injuries mm. as isaiah knows he, the second time could be a lot worse so yeah i mean i think th- from that perspective but i don't think they look at it like uh, let's just sit him out i mean he may be ready perfectly ready but we're just going to sit him out anyway i don't think so you mentioned 17 games there's only one bye in the nfc yeah. this year and i don't care what people say You want to advance through the playoffs without having to play a game. I know people talk about rest can be rust and all that. I think they would take that by. They're currently fourth best record in the NFC because they played one less game. But there's a lot of competition for that spot. So try to get every game you can. Yep.
2: Now, the rest factor has never even entered into my mind. I think you got to have all your dogs ready to go. This is the push that we want to make. I mean, there's no sense in even talking about rest at this point. Unless you – obviously, he's compromised. And if he's compromised, then obviously he's not going to put himself out there. No. Uh, But – We're not in a position to even consider that or be thinking about it. Man, we got to stand up on the motor right now. We got this; it's full steam ahead. And if, like I said, all everything that we have to play for is in front of us, and we have the team, we have the coaching staff. We've been talking about this all week. What is this? The culture going to be like? You and you always said this at this point. Everybody's nicked up. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's dealing with something. It's just our turn. We just have to go forward with it.
1: This is such a benchmark game. I mean, at Minnesota a team that matches a up tough pretty well with you i mean oh, toe man. for toe they, you've, they, got, they got some guys <laughs> yeah. then you come back home for a couple denver atlanta then you're at kansas city which guys i don't know if you guys watched that game yesterday did. kansas city's what's going on what's going on with kansas city what's going on with patrick mahomes 16 picks in his last 16 games
3: that's not very good is it well no, it's crazy thing yeah you know they're a light switch away, though. Yeah, that's, that's true. the craziest thing about those guys. As they bad as they're playing, right everybody's right. like waiting, just like when they, they, all right yeah. here they go, they're about to turn the corner. Yeah, yeah. You just hope that's not week eleven. Yeah. Versus exactly, the Cowboys, let's not right. let that happen that week.
1: So, no, no, we are not resting Dak Prescott. If he's good to go, you're going, Barney yep. Rubble. No extra rest. We're rolling. Start. <laughs> what <peddling>. was that, <laughs> Barney Rubble? What is that reference? Put his I don't feet that in. one. You don't oh, know the Flintstones? The Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's pretty good. That is good. Rolling. To, that, that needs to be a sound effect. <laughs> rolling. All right. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, winners and losers from the first six games of the year. We'll be right back after this.
2: So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor.
1: Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard already Ow. by this point, if you listen to this show, if you've Sorry. kept your eyes open, that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. You can apply now at jobsatcaliber.com. Once again, that's jobsatcaliber.com. Go get that bread that Isaiah is just picking through here on Talking Cowboys. get
3: that bread. Get mm-hmm. that ready. Caliber Collision paying folks. I'm with yes, you. Yes, they are I'm with you. It's okay, good go work get too. A good job, y'all. That's a that's a good that's a good job too. It is a good job. Trade. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Resident Super Bowl champion Isaiah, stand back. Heckma, Harrison, Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. and gentlemen, uh, we have. Uh, we had a little extra time to kind of mull over this 5-1 and one start for the Cowboys. Cowboys 5-1 and one for the first time since 2016. They're doing a lot of good things at the moment. But who are winners and losers of the first six weeks of the season? I want each of you to give me one of both. It can be the same person if you want it to be. It doesn't really matter. And I'll start off with Heckma Harrison on this one. Winner and loser through the first six weeks of the season for the Cowboys.
2: So I went back and watched all six games.
1: That doesn't surprise
2: me. Doesn't surprise you. Okay, so did that. Man, number 94, Randy Gregory. Man, he is a big part of the success that we're having on defense. I know Michael Parsons has gotten a lot of the highlight reel moments, but 94 is... His bull rush speed and the, the way that he's changing up certain things. I heard him in an interview just saying that, hey, I got to be better in uh, certain downs of not just giving myself away with continuously, continuously using the same uh, rush. I just think he's making he's so impactful uh, for us. And if he continues this, I know this is a, a contract year. But ninety four is going to be around for a, a very long time because he is actually absolutely putting the tape out there, and I'm happy uh, for Randy Gregory. Do what I do, my yeah, loser, go right and, now. Go and throw that one in. there. I'm going gonna, gonna to go for the losing, and I know this is someone that that uh, my guy over here Isaiah is in, loves this guy, but Sammy Falco right now is is losing uh, the battle at the wide receiver position, and that's just. Cedric Wilson uh, and, and Noah Brown are playing out of their minds right now, mm-hmm. and I'm not even basing this on on what they're doing offensively. I just think, what special teams wise, both mm-hmm. of these guys are major contributors, and so I don't know how uh, Faluco is able to get on the field uh, with, when Mike G comes back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough because even with Malik Turner and what he's doing special teams wise, that's that's my only point. That's your six. That's your six that you could roll with the rest of the year and feel just fine about. What about you, Isaiah?
3: For my winner, <laughs> I'm going with Mr. Schultzenegger. Mm, That's a great one. The Schultzenegger is the pinnacle of consistency. You t- boy, well, you, that boy is consistent. If you look <laughs> at his, if you look at his, I mean, he's been what five, six catches a game, right? 60, 70 yards again. a game. Very, consistent, very Whitney balling. Boom. That, Whitney. Boy, that boy Whitney. went and took that wow. starting job. He did. Took it.
1: He didn't borrow it. He took, took it. it. <laughs> All right. It's week one, six catches. Week two, two catches. But mm-hmm. we'll forgive him for that. Yeah. Week three, six. Week four, six, mm-hmm. week five, six, mm-hmm. week
3: six, seven. Mm. The boy's killing it. That's about a five catch average around there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's doing a heck of a job. Um for the loser, I'm gonna go with Maurice Kennedy. Moe Kennedy. Mo Kennedy. From what we saw in camp to what we're now seeing in the in the games. I I I like like the semi-pick, but my expectations were were exactly where he's at right okay. now. No disrespect Based to off that. of what you saw in upon, Ricky Minicamp. Yeah, based off of what I saw, in Ricky Minicamp. I I had already checked the box. Uh <laughs> but but Mo Kennedy, I think we had high expectations we for him did. coming out of camp. And he had an amazing <laughs> camp, and we have not seen that carry over to the field. Now I'm not going to say that his performance has been bad. I'm just saying that he's not getting the playing time. So something is occurring that's not giving them the confidence to put him on the field. Whether that's somebody else's play is elevated and not, and he, they don't they don't feel like he's competing to that level, or he's not
2: he's not taking care of business in practice. But you've been on rosters where you've seen guys have outstanding preseasons, yes. and then when it comes to the regular season. They're not used. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what could possibly be happening throughout saying, the week? There's a lot
3: of different factors. There's a lot of different factors. Like I said, a, maybe a Brown's just playing that good. Right. Maybe he's just playing that well. Um. You know, we see Jordan Lewis in there. You know, we Jay Lewis getting paid a lot and he's not having to play a lot. That's a good combo. But uh, <laughs> you know, but I thought I I was expecting to see a lot more Mo Kennedy because of his side his size and his versatility.
0: So, and in his, his camp too. I mean, his he, camp, had, he had yeah. a strong camp. Yeah.
1: Jordan Lewis has played over 275 snaps. Maurice Kennedy has played a total of 42. So it you wouldn't think that it would be that lopsided. You would no. think at least it'd be Not coming out of camp heck no. I don't even I wouldn't even say even just because of the contract for Jordan Lewis. Yeah. But 42 compared to 275, that's that's pretty skewed. Yeah, that's pretty. That's got to be something, right? Yeah, something. Hmm. Don't know what it is. That's good, good duo there. What about you, Rob? Winners and losers.
0: Uh, winner, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is in his bag. We've established that. Mm. Uh, this keeps up, he's gonna have, gonna have a lot of voicemails on his phone in January, February, wanting to talk to him for head oh, coaching. He We're Changing his number. Mm. Yeah. Don't list it, you know. Get him a burner phone, something. I <laughs> like it. Um, <laughs> a burner phone. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know about burners.
0: <laughs> Jerry, Jerry's gonna flip yeah. a switch in his office. It's gonna EMP oh, yeah. the cell lines oh, here. Yeah.
3: Jerry That's probably true. just buy all the phone companies.
0: <laughs> just, I watched The Departed for the first time last week. That's where oh, I got on the screen. I like I it. I like yeah, it good movie. Um, loser Is anybody a loser right now with the way this team's playing? I, let me, let me, here's a question I have. Donovan Wilson. Okay. He's back from injury. This safety oh, he's rotation is—I am. You're having My a guy. hard time with that one. How how many snaps are available at that safety position? Mm. Hybrid, you know, Curse is not coming off the field, whether you want to call him <laughs> a, a safety linebacker, hybrid, whatever. Uh, Casey, you know, last week's issue off the field, notwithstanding, is mm. is a starter. Malik Hooker's coming on. Somebody's going to have to sacrifice snaps now that Don. And, it's, and as Dan Quinn said, it's a good problem to have. It's, it's a product of success and depth, but I don't know how they distribute all that. And, you know, Dono's a guy that's used to playing a lot, and I don't know if he's going to get as many snaps now as necessarily he did last year. And I'm wondering if the
1: that's going to be divvied up more as he gets back and fully healthy. I wonder if he came back a little early because he saw what was happening on the safety at the safety position because he went from 55 snaps against Tampa Bay – to sitting out those games and then hitting 14 snaps on the field against New England, mm-hmm. so maybe that was him saying, "Hey, I got to get back, got to get back," even though he maybe wasn't 100 percent ready. Is that something that could possibly be a possibility there?
3: I don't know, man. Curse, I think if I remember correctly, I think curse is over 90. Yeah, he's been playing. A lot. He's, he's playing almost every snap. Um, but I, we have not had we have not been together since that whole little DUI thing occurred with Casey. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think that he plays this game? I do. This game, yes. I do. I'm not talking about from the outside. I'm talking about internally. Do you think that they look at possibly not playing him yeah, or some form sure. of punishment? That's that's my question.
0: I mean, it's to your point. It's a new staff since, since they've had an issue like this mm-hmm. um, off the field that I can remember anyway in the last two years. So. I don't know what their policy I, – I would think he would unless there's NFL punishment involved, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, m- nobody's really addressed it. Jerry was asked about it on the fan uh, Friday and just said, we're we're not aware of all the details. Yeah,
2: and we're that really they hadn't heard from it. the and, – and the fact that he hadn't heard from the NFL either. So yeah. those are I, – I think for all NFL teams, and it's unfortunate, guys don't take advantage of the car service that's available to them. But, you know, that's a whole separate issue altogether. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think that they can – I don't know what the the CBA it's a t- it's a uh, part position. of that. If, if obviously there's going to be some ca- kind of punishment that does come down. We don't know if he's in some program or whatever mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, so it's just got you got to wait until that actually comes down. But I don't think that our coaching staff would go, "Hey, we're going to set you out now," yeah, knowing know. that how bad you need KZ in I this know. game. I know. I But as a, as a head coach, that is a that's a
3: sucky position to be in because optics wise, if you don't hand down any form of punishment internally,
2: what does that look like? But, it's, but isn't the punishment always come from the NFL and yeah. not the organization? It doesn't always have to.
0: It doesn't have to. The Cowboys haven't done that in the past. Yeah. I mean, they haven't handed out their own
2: punishment. Yeah. I don't know, yeah,
3: I'm just saying, like if, I, if I was playing head coach position, that's a tough position to be in.
2: Because mm-hmm. it's no, like, I'm asking, do, do, I'm asking wait, you. Do, have Do you know of organizations that say, we're going to get ahead of this and go ahead and suspend you for two oh, games? Guys instead? get
3: guys get fined and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know about suspensions. Okay. I don't yep. think I've been a part of a suspension, per se. But guys have gotten their playing time docked because of that. Mm-hmm. I
1: Absolutely. asked Barry Church. That question on Wednesday, and he said the exact same thing. He's like, I don't know if I remember a guy getting suspended by the team for doing something like that. However,
3: fines were certainly handed yeah, out. Fines, and they, they were hefty. Maybe you Maybe he doesn't play. That. I mean, I've seen guys not play till halftime. You know, yeah, the first well, half, you don't, you them. don't get to play. You yeah. know, stuff like that. You know, now, is that enough?
2: I don't. There is what well, who who gets to decide what's enough? But
3: I just think optics wise, like it.
2: He it's just, not a good look. It's not a good look. No, uh-uh, it's not a good look. But if if that does happen and he's suspended, I I have full faith in Malik Cooker. He's shown us enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to what you were saying about Wilson. I, I think it's the curses effect. Yeah. The curses has come in, and he is playing the, so daggum good. The that, curse that, curse. The curse. <laughs> I don't want to put it like curse. cursed. It's a good curse. But, but it is a good one. <laughs> and right now, Wilson just has an um, immovable object in front of him. I mean, this guy is making an impact. And even when you do the sounds of the game, which is so cool, I don't know who was responsible for the sounds Alex of the game. has been awesome. Alex Alex, Alex is doing a hell of a job. Subtitles yep. are the best. Yeah, I, I need them sometime, you yeah, know, because some of these guys are from different places. You not understanding everything they're saying. No, uh, I mean the cuss words, like he, you know, dash, oh yeah. like,
0: all the live long day. Let's do. This. It's all. It's the best, right?
2: The best. But all of that's good, and you just see for him curse a guy that wasn't even on this roster last year, taking the reins and being a leader and, and kind of mm-hmm. telling guys that like, come on, man, lock in, we all in. I love to see that because I go back to the Baltimore game last year when we panned to the sideline and everybody was dejected, and we didn't have a leader like that. So maybe that's a big part of it as well. When we talk about guys like Mo Kennedy that's not mm-hmm. able to get on the field, leadership also plays a big part in. it. Absolutely, Donovan
1: Wilson. By the way, just is interesting just looking. At his snap counts all the way through. Free safety, played 32 snaps against Tampa Bay, played just three with New England at free safety. Then he played 14 snaps in the box, which is where we think, I guess overall, we think Donovan Wilson belongs in the box, right? That's what I think of him. Uh, That's the way I think of it as well. 14 snaps against Tampa Bay in week one. He only had four snaps in the box against New England. So, I mean, he's been used in a couple different spots. So maybe it is the combination of guys like Casey and Kurse going in there and, and taking some snaps away uh, from Dono. Okay, I've got a winner and loser, too. I could go with a couple different guys that you guys didn't name. Trayvon Diggs, certainly a winner. Dak Prescott, certainly a winner. Even with the, the, the calf injury, he has played out of his mind. He is certainly in the MVP conversation, if you ask me. Whoa. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll jump out of the cake for that. Uh, he's he's in the MVP conversation. Dak uh, or Diggs? Dak. Oh. Diggs could certainly be in there too rg3 put up like rankings the other day really funny rg3 of course not a cowboys guy but he put up rankings for his top five mvp candidates right now trayvon Diggs was number five he was in the top five who's the
0: last defensive guy to win it mm, that's a good question i don't know off the top I mean, of my it's, head it's really a quarterback award honestly yeah
1: yeah, or it, it has is. been
0: historically
1: you could throw derrick henry in that race for too sure. i think right now for sure as a non-quarterback you see what they did against kansas city but i'm gonna go with ezekiel elliott as my winner and just the way that he's run the ball like that. he's been able to kind of silence some of the doubters mm. over the last couple of weeks and in uh, after a 2020 season where he even said it was a show blank show i'm not i can't say it on the air but uh he was upset with his 2020 output but 2021 has certainly been much different for 21 and he has taken full reins of being a key contributor or a cornerstone for this offense. And so I, I count him as a winner. My loser, I would put Tristan Hill. And the reason why is because Neville Gallimore is probably going to be back before Hill. He's not been available through training camp, through the preseason, all the way up until this point still doesn't look like he's going to be ready to go for the coming weeks. At least at this point, from, from what we've been told, Naval Gallimore is going to come back. Osa Adigizu is playing exceptionally well. Carlos Watkins comes in on a one-year deal. He's been a leader on that defensive line. Brent Urban's a one-year deal, and he's been playing really well. I think it's kind of the same thing with Donovan Wilson in the safety conversation, except I think taking a step up. Where do you put Tristan Hill in the rotation at that point? There's four guys right there, and that's not to mention even some of the mixing and matching that Dan Quinn can do on that front line. I, I think it's tough to see where he'll fits in.
0: I don't even know if it's guaranteed he comes off pup this year, honestly. Really? At all? I mean, well, I mean, maybe not. I mean, there's a window there. They can start him now in practice, and it's three weeks, and I think it might be another two weeks after that, and they can just see how he's doing. And with your the depth, like you said, if he's not ready, then they don't have to do this. So to your point, I mean, he may not play this. Year. I mean, who knows? Or if he, if he hmm. does play, like you said, it's going to be probably a limited role. Uh, provided these guys stay healthy, you hope so.
3: Yep, I think I can see them kicking the can to, to Rob words, Kick the can down the road uh, for a Hill. As pretty much you put him in, you put him on the hip, right? He's, he's extra ammo. Um, if you if you run out of ammo, if you have to shoot your shoot your shots, and you run out, you know, boom, you can go straight to the hip and bring him in. But if you don't need him, you ain't got to put him in. Just, wait
1: on that, save a roster spot.
3: I mean, same thing they're gonna do with Simi. Simi, will just he'll be yeah. he'll be he'll be sitting on the sideline until next year.
2: I just mm. think it's weird. I think it's weird that we went from 2020 not having any depth to now in 2021. We got so much depth. In those two spots in, specifically. In those two spots where we need – like last year, we it. we were – man, we were just – hey, we were getting guys off the street. Come in here and please try out for the Cowboys to be a defensive lineman. putting their bowls of Lyman. <laughs> bowl cereal <laughs> down. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. And, and now and – we talk about Tristan Hill last year. He was having a pretty yeah, solid I like year. I like him. And once he, he blows his knee up and obviously getting that back, and we talk about Brent Brown and what he's doing on staff, I think, if anything, Tristan Hill, if he's recovered right in going through Brent Brown and the, and the bands, he should be ready to go. But if you're the Cowboys and you have all of – the organization is looking at the depth of them. <laughs> and Like you said, kick the can down the road, but also, hey, man, this may be a situation where you may not be able to get your seat back. And some of the unwritten rules of football mm. is you can't lose your spot if you're hurt, but, yeah, we know how that go. It's a, <laughs> it's a business, and they're going to make the business decision when it comes down the hill. He's like the forgotten man in th- this situation. I
0: think he would add something, though, I no do doubt, too. because mm-hmm. he fits mm-hmm. what Qu- – I mean, that's why they signed Carlos Watkins. That's they want to get up the field – probably in the nickel defense and add to this rotation that he wants. I mean, I think it would definitely would help, but I just, you know, snaps, snaps are snaps are scarce. Well, and that's exactly why I put him in that category because he could
1: come in and play. He could definitely come in. We saw week one through five last year. He's still got something. He's got NFL level talent. He's got a potential starter level talent as well. He's just in his what fourth year now or third year now going into his fourth year. So next year would be the contract year. I don't know, that's, that's just, it's something that's a bit disappointing that you haven't seen 72 out there, you haven't seen him be able to contribute, and I, I think that's why he,
0: I would put him in that category, but that was fun. Yeah, and I think your initial answer for winner is probably the right answer. Like, Dak's Dax, well, Dax. Dax the winner. Dak coming off that injury, what he's done, I mean, his numbers aren't the same as every quarterback, but I think he has to be at the very top of the MVP race right now. Yeah, based on what this team's doing, where he came from, uh, some of his numbers—I mean, his completion percentage is ridiculous right now.
2: Yeah, that's the c- completion percentage is that, and I'm everybody knows, man. I'm gonna I'm stand up for Dak on anything, but you have to look at the rest of the league when the MVPs. MVP races is, is announced, there are some guys out there that's putting in numbers, and TB12 is, is one of them. You have to look, also look at, at Kyler Murray and what he's doing. So I, I think with the completion percentage alone, that gives you the – and what he's had to overcome from last season, but there's just a lot of co- good quarterbacks balling out this year.
0: Nui Scruggs came in after mix shots and was asking us, and they, they talked about it on their show Who makes the Pro Bowl out of the NFC after seven games right now? Oh my God! I mean, how many three quarterbacks make it? Yeah, or is it two? I forget. It's three. I mean, all all these top teams right now have really really good quarterback play. Dak's making the Pro Bowl if this keeps up, though. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, but it's an interesting conversation. It is an interesting conversation.
1: Man, the Pro Bowl, Ooh, all pro tough... That's hard. I mean, it's, it's crazy. An a run. Yeah. Kyler. Kyler. It's Dak. really
0: four, if you really think about Matthew it. Matthew Stafford. One's in the Super Bowl mm, and three I mean, goes I mean, with I the mean yeah. Bowl. yeah. Yeah. That's a
1: good point. That, that, yeah. Great point. Tom Brady. Oh, Jesus.
2: Yeah. yeah. Who, who does get in the top three? Mm-hmm. But just mm. even in the Daniel MVP, Jones. MVP race, this. Matthew that's Stafford right now is, is playing incredible. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr. And a lot of people don't want to give cars his, his, his flowers, but I'm he's telling you, with well. everything that's happened with his coaching staff, he's he's turned a the corner.
1: They're 2-0 and o now without Gruden at that co- coaching staff. Watch spot. out now.
0: Mm-hmm. We do have the Raiders <laughs> later
1: on. That's a Thanksgiving game this year. That will mm. would be fun. Ooh. All right, when we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to end things out with some fan calls. Call us right now, 888 855 2297, Give us a call right now, 888 855 2297. We'll answer them when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. No, no, what? it's not complicated. At AT and T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to talking cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Eslor on talking cowboys, I missed that. I can honestly say I missed that. Oh, it mm-hmm. was fantastic. I did too. That was I that. that was worth the wait though. Yeah, worth the that. wait. And Great I, job. Now,
2: did, did Danny or, or uh, Dave do the Esselor read when you did? Did they?
1: Uh, I did it. On the second show, Dave mm-hmm. wasn't awake yet. Yeah, well, I just uh, gather from the start of that show. Yeah, yeah, from the start of the first one. Anyways, he was here early the second he was day. Like,
0: Why do you have so much energy, Kyle? What's yeah, he me?
1: was like, "What is going on?" You know,
2: uh, we opened up with the Bush. He's like, "I Dave.
1: can't, mm-hmm. I
0: can't believe you guys do this show at nine a.m." Nine a.m. <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear my
3: 10-second pitch? Oh, dude, you were selling T-shirts. <laughs> what? We had a pitch. Derek mm-hmm. gave us a chance to do a, Jesse and myself to give a pitch about our shows. Okay, because you know we were obviously on, on on his show, so he wanted us to have opportunity to amp up our shows. And I and I. <sighs> knocked it out of the park. Just bring on you little dust Come on, on that thing. You don't it miss took him opportunity.
1: 8, eight, eight so miss no opportunity.
2: It. <laughs> it was good. Did, did you really wear it. your tightest shirt though when you're sitting next to Jess? No, I did not. You should. You got to show him up. not bounce. <laughs> bounce?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, all right. Before this gets too off the rails, let's go ahead and go to Mike from New York. Mike, you're on talking <laughs> Cowboys. What's up, man? <laughs> What's going on guys? I uh, just want to say sure. obviously obviously listen to uh, the show and I obviously it was a bye week. I uh know next week's the trade deadline. If you guys think that we're going to make any moves, that's, that's what I am curious what you guys think we're going to make any trades. I know J- Jerry will sometimes do it, but it's like, you know, we going to make any trades. I'm curious what you guys think.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: well I appreciate it, Mike. What do you guys think about that? Cuz I I feel like that's half of my Twitter mentions right now is talking about trade potentials. I
3: think you know what I don't think it's too far off the beaten path. I I what? think I listen, listen. <laughs> I would not want to mess with the con- the continuity of this team. However, if you were ever in a position to make a trade and receive value for it, this is the time to do it. Yep. Because we have so much value on this team. We have so many guys playing well, where if you were going to add an additional piece that was going to give you that extra little uh, that you need to to put your team over the edge, this would be the time to do it because you have the most value right now in your team. So I'm, number one, I don't want to mess with the the continuity. But if you're going to and make a big old splash and say, I'm going to go out there and get another shutdown corner. Whoa, you could do that right now, Mm -hmm. right, with the guys that you have. You have the the trade We just talked about the depth. Yeah, you have the equity to go out there and make that move right now versus other years where you're not that great. Guys don't value your players that much. Mm.
1: Think about a couple guys on the roster that aren't getting normal playing time that could definitely help
2: another team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you talk about equity, obviously there are going to be some quality guys that you would – we're not going to get into a name. I'm just no. saying it would be a quality guy that you would be giving up to go get that quote-unquote shutdown guy. And I agree with you. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with it. I because of where we are right now. And look, let's just. Hey, man, we we bold We we'll do it. Do it how we want to do it. A lot of people have been talking about Michael Gallup. And if there's any trade value for Michael Gallup because he's in the contract year, and I think that's crazy, man. To even start that that talk because you want to have your guys that you draft and you build you built him up to be this this offense. Even to even say that he's a third receiver is not a curse word on this roster because all three of these guys could have. A thousand yard season? Are there potentially a thousand yard season? So I just think he fits the system so perfectly, and I think yeah. if you have Mike Gallup in the the Patriots game, maybe no. you don't have to win in a walk off.
3: You're, you're right, but I mean, but when you take emotions out of it, <laughs> right? When you take emotions out of it, you're going to lose Gallup this year. Gallup's not coming back. I think we can. I, am I the only one that feels that way? Are, uh, are we going to have the bag to be able to, to secure him, I, along with all the other responsibilities I we don't have know financially? If I agree
2: with there. It depends on the situation. So, what would what would be the the contract for? I don't know what the as far as the rest of the league. What would he what would be, would be the asking price? It depends on what he
3: comes back. Gallup and does. can get more somewhere else than he can get here with Dallas, that we can pay him. Probably, probably. So I, I it's about I understand loving your team and loving organization and people that gave it but at the end of the day you're in the league to win games and make money. And you look at what the Cowboys have to
0: do also Gregory's up everybody's up yeah. Vander Rush is up <laughs> somebody else is up that's pretty
2: good. But also the salary cap Schultz. is going up. The salary cap is going up mm. as well. And yeah. whatever it is that he's asking for, I don't know if he's asking for top-tier wide receiver money. And if he leaves here and goes somewhere else, is he? It, do you feel like Mike G could be a, a number one receiver on no, another no, but, team? But, but that's
3: not for us to figure out. I'm talking about just the, what, the money that he's probably probably going to have on the table. If you believe, if the front office believes that they're going to lose Gallup anyways. Right. Nobody here in this room right now wants to get rid of Gallup. Let's, nope. let's, get, let's no. get that across nope. the table. But if you're in the front office and you feel like there's a high probability that he will not be on your roster next year, that's a guy that comes up in conversation in terms of trade. That's up to them to decide. Because Absolutely. I think from the
1: outside Absolutely. looking in right now, I'm not willing to say it is chalked up, done. Michael Gallup is not a cowboy in 2022. Same. I am not there yet. Okay. Because there are so many different moving <laughs> yeah, like, parts, yeah, so many different I've ways heard that they before. can make it okay. happen. But. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one hundred percent there. If the front office, just based off of their conversations, mm-hmm. has that inkling where Absolutely. it's like, yeah, there's no way he's coming back, fine. Yep. Let's talk about it. Yep. But I don't think that's even
0: anywhere okay. close. Come on, I mean, P. I'm trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, dude. Yeah, All right, Mar- Mar- Gallup's Mar- gonna Mar- do Glee. that. Mari Cooper's been kind of limping around last few weeks, man. Long way to get like we talked about I mean games yeah. are left. And take, I'm not. And I'm not. And that, I'm not just talk,
3: I'm not no, talking I, about just, like, just about Gallup. I mean, we got because lineman that we can get rid of. We got some guys that we can. Do we have the equity You're in tr- multiple players? Maybe it's two players for one really good
0: player. You're trying to make that one bold move like Amari three mm. years ago that kind of puts you over the yep. top. I, I think. You. I think a bold move is having the number one offense scoring and number one
1: offense yardage wise, and then adding a Michael Gallup to that offense. At, he's not been available in the last five games. So that's a bold move for me specifically, but we're going over. We've got one more caller. This is Dan from Abilene. Dan, what's up, man? You're on talking Cowboys.
2: Well, continuing that, why wouldn't they trade for a defensive lineman? Because that's going to make your current cornerbacks look so much better. And that to me is a bigger need to press uh, the, the, the quarterbacks. Um, I mean, everybody's seeing the stat about, uh, Oh, what's his name? That guy in Green Bay. What's it? Oh, yeah,
1: Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the pressure on him, and All of a sudden, he's fairly average, even below average. We need more pressure that'll make our cornerbacks uh, look better. So what do you think about that for a trade?
0: I think it goes back to what Jerry said. He was asked this on the fan about. He said, we're open for business year-round. Oh. <laughs> However, he said... <laughs> did you get that, Chris? (laughs) On the other hand... I don't think so. We got a unique situation because we've got players coming back that we're going to have to open roster spots for. Mm -hmm. Bigger problem than trading for somebody right now. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're getting two starters back off IR eventually. But to that point... If you have too many players that can't touch the field, doesn't it make sense to trade a couple of them to get one dog? Well, he was saying trade for a defensive lineman. I'm getting oh, yeah. the tank back, I'm getting Yeah, yeah. So bit, that,
3: I, I don't so, so to answer your question, Mr. Abilene, I don't foresee us getting getting another D-lineman. Well, I think our D-line is a doggone solid. And remember, we're doing all these things without both of our defensive ends in the game at the same time. So we get mm-hmm. D-Law back, right? We have Gregory on opposite side it's a totally different defensive line. right? We have two of the league's most dominant, probably most dangerous defensive ends on one roster. I don't foresee us doing that. I do foresee us looking at a dominant shutdown corner. If we add that element to this roster by getting rid of a couple guys that probably are going to be in rotational players right? that can add value to another team, and we already have too many players that aren't going to all be able to touch the field, it makes sense. Let's get rid of a couple. Let's grab one solid one. Now all of a sudden, who are you going to throw to?
2: Mm-hmm. No, I, I understand where Dan is coming from, and I had those same doubts coming into the season because I didn't know who Osa digizua was. Yeah. A, 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 none of these guys are even Carlos Watkins yeah. uh, yep. from Houston. They've come in here, man, and these guys are, as, as far as Osa Digizua, I think, whoa, the the value that we're getting from that draft pick is speaking volumes from the numbers that he's putting up. Now getting Chelsea Goldston back, and Bohanna is, is still doing a service. He's doing well, uh, Brent Urban. I just think right now the rotation that we have defensive line-wise, we're creating that pressure. Yeah. We're getting everything that we uh, would ask from our, our front line, so I don't know if we would trade away an asset to get another defensive lineman. I agree with you. I think our uh, uh, another corner uh, would be good, and maybe not... <laughs> look, dog Anthony Brown's doing a hell of a job. You've done a 180. I, yes, did. I did. Yes, you have. you saw that. I, I mean, tried to do it with it. Come on, Pete, let me get away with it. Don't <laughs> tell me like that every time. I mean, but, but we, Come on. <laughs> we, see, see, we just slide me by. You see that?
3: Come on. Hey, but on. I mean, the reality is we have $10 million invested into, into two cornerbacks.
0: Yeah. We have $10 million invested into two cornerbacks. It's not a lot, Bob. Not a lot. Yeah? Just waiting a couple years, though. Mm. It's going to go crazy. So, a I mean, couple years from don't Trayvon. tell me that, Rob. It's a long way away. Come on. That may going to get paid,
1: away. isn't he? Yeah, he's going to get paid, paid. Oh, D. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I I kind of lean toward Dan's thinking. I, I Either one for the right price, let's do it. Because a shutdown corner would be fantastic. But also, we've seen some holes in this run defense as well. Not even just with the pass rush. The pass rush is going to be there. Remember, Demarcus Lawrence is coming back. He's going to be back for that for that last couple of weeks, uh, last month of the season, going into the playoffs. <laughs> He's going to be rolling. I wouldn't be against, with the young pieces that you have, Chauncey Golston, Osa Adigizu, Neville Gallimore, to bring in a veteran defensive end, defensive tackle, mm-hmm. somebody like that. Maybe not DM more D tackle mm-hmm. To to maybe be a part of that defensive line and continue their growth with somebody that's done it before and still does it at a high level, so I think there's a lot going on there
0: that you could really play around with. You're thinking like the Rams do. The Rams don't have any draft picks left because they're like, we're good, we're going to compete, content, we're going to trade for everyone, and let's yeah, let's just go for it. You know, I get it. I'm just saying we I got guys, it. we got extra guys. I like it. All right, that's it for us
1: here on Talking Cowboys. Don't worry, if you want to call in, we're going to take plenty of fan calls tomorrow, maybe even. Two segments of fan calls because mm, you guys dope. have been great, be bringing some really cool questions. But we'll be back tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time, on DallasCowboys.com. For Chris Beam in the back, Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yomitz. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
0: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!